Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode on the heart of the matter. Yes, yes, I did it. Finally found a name that I think connected a lot with who I am and uh, my intentions and the the purpose behind these podcasts and it resonated and I hope you are connecting with it and ready to dive into the heart of the matter of whatever topic we bring on. Um, it just, it really felt right because I'm not sure if I've ever really shared this. It is possible I have and I, you know, it's important for me to maybe start off with this um, as we open this new chapter. My intention and the the thing that drives me or my passion is helping others connect with their own passion, their purpose, their talents, their gifts. I like to term it as their why. So when I think and when I've had in engagement and conversations with people, it's always been about digging into what was at the heart of the matter, the heart of whatever was either, you know, troubling them with regards to relationships, their employment, their purpose, their direction. It's really about digging deep into it. I am convinced that if we can sit and explore a bit more deeply, we can really get a lot more achieved in terms of getting to the root, getting clarity on the why behind actions we take. There it goes again, the why. I love that. I like to know and understand the why. And so exploring the heart of the matter is really about figuring that out. And that is what I, Andrell, look to do with you on our episodes. So today, I thought it would, um, I guess it just felt right to start with the topic of what's your motive? You know, I've been, okay, so I'm late. Don't judge me, but I got children and, you know, a lot going on that I haven't really had the opportunity to watch um, The Last Dance until recently when it was up on Netflix. And so I'm pretty, I am not an athlete. (laughs) I'm nowhere near an athlete. And I can't even say I'm that much of a you know, fanatic in terms of, or a fan in the sense that I know statistics and all those details. I can watch a game and understand what's happening. I could see fouls. I could understand concepts, probably not all of them, especially in the game of football, but nonetheless, I love sports. And I think what it is about sports is not so much just the activity, but it's seeing people excel at something that, you know, when I can't, but just seems to be at a different level. So you can imagine watching The Last Dance um, really just has me enthralled. Similar to Beyonce, um, you know, um, Homecoming, seeing her excel at what she does just blows my mind. Do I know all of Beyonce's songs? No, I don't. But I can look at her and be in full on respect of what she is capable of doing. And so, you know, I was watching The Last Dance and got to the episode where there's a turn and the Chicago Bulls, so Michael Jordan played on the Chicago Bulls. I'm sure you know that, but I'm just saying it just in case. But he got to that place or the team got to that place where Michael was excelling, but the team was not, I guess, functioning optimally at the same level as Michael Jordan. 
And so Phil Jackson, the coach, um, he gets on board and he creates this whole new system and this whole new dynamic on the team where not only was Michael able to excel, but his greatness was able to overflow onto his team. And what had to happen was Michael had to have a shift. And I talk like I know him, but Michael Jordan had to shift in terms of his mindset. And there's something he said that just struck me. He explained that he was not excited when Phil Jackson was stepping into the role of um, head coach for the Chicago Bulls because a previous coach whose name is escaping me right now, forgive me, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. However, he, his style was get Michael Jordan the ball. Phil Jackson's motto or his way of operating would require that Michael give the ball away. And so for somebody like him, for, like Michael Jordan, to be able to pull back and to say, I'm going to trust my team and I'm going to relinquish something I know I can do well, but guess what? Can't do by myself. I'm going to have to give it a shot. And this whole idea of motive, you know, was just, it's been floating in my mind for days now. And it, it just was so apparent there because he had to come to a place where he considered what was the mode, what's, what's the final destination that I'm striving to get to? And am I, is my current approach getting me closer to that? Or am I not going to reach the destination I, I desire? So, you know, let, let, we can dig a bit more into this, but let, let me just firstly pull up the definition of motives. You know, I love a good definition. You know, I think definitions sometimes just, they speak on their own. You don't even need to say anything else other than the definition. So let's, let's get in there. So motive is both a noun and an adjective. So let me, let me give you the first um, noun definition. It's a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden or not obvious. And the example they give is a motive for his his murder. You know, when you think of motive, I know you're thinking of all them law, law shows you watch. You know, what, what, give me a show. I can't even think of one. You know, um, Law and Order, back in the day, or CSI. There's always a motive we're looking for to understand why somebody did something they did, right? So, you know, another way to, call, to, to explain it is to say the reason, right? The reason behind something. It's also actually drawn out. I mean, another word that you've probably heard of frequently is motivation, right? I think motivation, a lot of times when we think of that, it's, it's coined or it has just this positive you know, concept connected to it, right? Motivational speaker, they're all about motivating you and getting you pumped and ready to go. But a motive, get this, can be both positive and negative. And it all depends on what? The root, the why, the heart of the matter at hand. So, okay, so let me let me carry on. Let me carry on before I get all excited and don't do, you know, say the things I want to say within the 20 minutes I want to give you guys. Another definition for adjective, it is producing physical or mechanical motion. And the way they describe that is the charge of gas is the motive 
force for every piston stroke. So now we're talking about motive in a concrete and in a very technical way. So when you think of a car and the movement and everything that's happening, there is a motive that is propelling and moving the car. So the engine's going and it's getting everything into gear and getting everything moving. And now you have progression and the car is moving forward. The plane is in the air or the, you know, whatever it is using it, an engine is in action. Sorry, my phone is on. So when you think of motive, I want you to also consider that it is an action. It is not just this thing at the bottom or deep down in your heart, but it is this thing that actually propels you and can create movement. And guess what? Movement can be both going forward or backward. We are never standing still. We are either moving forward or we're regressing. And this is true for just in general and concept of the, the, the progression of humankind. As we grow older, we lose some, some agility. We lose some of the things that we had in our youth. So we're regressing in a certain capacity. But our minds, if we do well and treat it well, is able to continue to grow and progress as we get older. So it's either a forward or a backward. I want you to keep that in mind. So let's go back to motive. What's your motive? When you think of what you have going on in your life, what you want to do with yourself, the, the goals and the vision, because here, here's, here's the reality, guys. I think sometimes we can get stuck or confused by a goal and a byproduct. So there is a goal and that goal creates a byproduct. They are not one and the same but you can experience both of them as you move forward. Why is it important to say that? Because your motive will determine what you're really striving towards. Are you moving and calculating and trying to create something for a byproduct with no clear goal? Or is your goal unclear and therefore you can't even focus or determine how to create a byproduct of something that is intrinsically connected to your gifts and what you're able to do. So, you know, motive is something that we all operate with. And I don't know that we are always aware of what's happening and what's driving us. And I find myself constantly having to check myself, just pull myself back in check because my motives, I know what my goal is. I, I've told you my goal, my passion is helping others understand their why in order to be able to start moving forwards towards their goal. That's my passion. But as I embark on this journey of working with others and of supporting others on their journey, I could easily get distracted and my motive, which started off with a positive reason, is starting to, to taint and to start to look a little not so cool. What are those things? The things that, that impact my motive or can, uh, you know, could create or give me a negative downward turn in terms of my motives is comparison. If I'm looking at others and what they're doing and where they're at, I'm not looking at 
maybe the goal, the vision they have for what they're doing. I'm looking at the results of their efforts. And now all of a sudden I'm comparing myself and I don't feel so hot. I don't feel so great. Or, you know, I'm, I'm starting to either consider, well, they're not doing it so well, or, you know, try to find a way to make myself not feel so bad. When I step out into that realm of comparison, I'm out and my motive, or I'm out of alignment of my motives. And now my motives are no longer driving me. They're pulling me back. Right? Sorry. Think about, think about the concept of your ego. And your ego serves a purpose, right? The ego is important in terms of helping us build a healthy dose of confidence. If we didn't have confidence, there's a number of things we would never attempt to do. We would never strive. We, we would just stay in our shells and maybe just retract and just play it safe, right? So the ego is healthy and important, but there are moments your ego can go way out of bounds and have you once again get off track of what is truly motivating you. So that ego will make you be that person who cannot be coached. You are not coachable. You're not teachable. You know it all. So my five-year-old, love her, love her to pieces. She is going to change the world. You know, all parents say it. I'm saying it because I know it because <laughs> I can see it. But she has this thing where you're trying to teach her something new and you barely have the time or the opportunity to give her the instruction on how to do it. And she's always like, she's already, I got it, I got it, I get it, I get it. And she's trying to just barge in and figure it out. So you can imagine when you're trying to learn to swim, that's not really the best strategy. And you're likely going to experience a few scares, right? But what we realized is, you know, she's definitely, she has an ability to understand the concepts. Um, and she just lacks that in-between step of understanding what needs to happen to get to that place of knowing how to swim. So her ego and her confidence is so big. And, you know, how do you support it so she doesn't reduce or, or shrink? But also, how do you ensure that she doesn't let the ego take over and take her places that she's not yet prepared and equipped to go, right? So when you really think of the ego and how it could take charge, how it can take the wheel of your, you know, where you're trying to go, it really comes, I think, from a place of fear, right? So I'm saying ego and I want to say ego slash fear because the fear of not appearing to be in control or to be on point can have you acting and functioning in complete, in complete um, opposite of where you're trying to head. So that's another motive that isn't bringing you forward, but it's actually pulling you back. So I just want you to consider, you know, for yourself, what is your motive? Have you sat with yourself long enough to consider what is behind your dream? What is behind the goal you have for yourself? Listen, there is nothing wrong with saying you want to um, create wealth for yourself. That can be a goal in and of itself, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. What I want you to 
connect with is what is it about building wealth that is important for you and the legacy you want to leave? Because it may be that you are trying to change a, you know, a generational curse over your, your, what you've experienced coming, where you're coming from, and you're trying to start something new for the next generations to come. That is noble. And that is necessary. So I think sometimes when we consider goals and intentions, we want to just, you know, we ha- we run away, I guess, from things that sometimes people will want to consider or view as materialistic. And I want to invite you to set aside all those things that often can interfere with you being truthful and honest with yourself. When you do this, when you sit and explore your personal motives, you need to set aside and shut down any external voices because ultimately your purpose, your vision is not theirs. They have their own responsibility. Now, if they're sitting judging you and questioning your vision, first of all, they ain't your people. Second of all, they got too much time on, your ha- on their hands because they're not focused on their own stuff And thirdly, they're just distracting you from what you have to do for yourself. So I want you to sit with your motive. And every time you think of your goal, I want you to ask yourself, why? Jot down the first thing that comes to mind. That first thing will often be the more genuine and, and, um, not impulsive, but more truthful reflection of your true intention. Now, if you feel like you can't, you start thinking of the things you feel like you should be saying, put it aside and start at that level when you revisit this. Your motive is crucial. It's crucial for you to get to where you want to get to because all of a sudden, when you have, a, you have clarity on your motives, when you have clarity on the reasons behind your decisions, one, you're making better decisions because your decisions are connected to where you're trying to go. You ain't trying to do pit stops because you don't have time. Maybe I'm talking for myself, but you are a lot more focused. There's a less distractions because you know what path you're trying to get on. Your motives will also allow you to be, I guess, less, feel less threatened by others and what they are doing. Because again, your motive is connected to your goal. And when you feel, and when we feel, I'm going to say we, because I'm, I'm, you know, I struggle and I, I, I work through this intentionally whenever it happens. So this is something for we, okay, not a you thing. But when we can work on feeling or being confident in what we are doing and not feeling threatened by others. We're able to celebrate others. And in turn, once we can celebrate others, we're ready to even acknowledge and recognize. And this is where it's like such a fine line between the ego, the pride, and being able to recognize what you're good at and what you do well and why you do it and how you impact other people, how you impact other people's lives. That's the whole idea. I'm convinced that each person has been endowed with a gift that is not only meant to make your life better, but to impact the lives of people around you as well. So if we can connect with our motives, how laser focused would we be 
where we're going. So let me get back to this last dance. Again, I'm last, you know, I'm late to the party. So you may already know. So if you watched it, you will recall that on episode, episode four, when Phil Jackson became the coach, they started implementing the practice of, you know, sharing the ball and kind of supporting each other and allowing everybody to shine at opportunities so Michael Jordan wasn't carrying the load by himself. That first year, they got to the Eastern Finals in 1990, and they did not beat the Detroit, um, I can't remember their name, but they didn't beat Detroit. The following year, as soon as they lost that, that series, they went and started working immediately. And without communication with each other, they all started working out and preparing for the next season. It's almost like they were in one accord. So they all started working and preparing. And that next year, 1991, they beat Detroit. And guess what? They went to the finals and they beat LA too. And it was about that laser focus, the clarity on the motive the motive for Michael Jordan wasn't to be the best scorer in the NBA anymore as much as it was to become an, a leader on his team in the likes of Larry Bird and likes of Michael J Magic Johnson. He wanted to be in that realm and he knew he had to let go of some of the stuff he could do. His motive had to shift from being about me to being about the team. And so I want to I want to encourage you to consider your motive, your motive tied to your goal and what's pushing you. Are there some aspects of how you function that you need to let go because they're not getting you closer to the goal? Are there some aspects while you're amazing at it, you can shoot the lights out in any stadium, 54 points a game and still not win the game, right? You can do it. But is it advancing you? So if you can scale back and connect the motive, you may be surprised at how much more clearer the things you need to connect to will start appearing. You know, maybe, maybe I wanted to start on motive to tie into the heart of the matter. Maybe I needed to do it for myself. Who knows? All I know is that for me, having a clear motive, staying focused on that motive. I won't be perfect. I'll have moments where I may slip, but needing to pull myself back in alignment with the motive and the intention behind what I'm doing, I know will get me closer to where I'm trying to head. And guess what? I don't want to be there alone. I want you to be where you need to be with the goals you have for yourself. So think about it relationally. What's the motive? Career-wise, what's the motive? Gifting-wise, what's your motive? Any interaction you have, what's the motive? And I pray that that motive is not a negative one, but it is one that will just bear fruit and get you closer to your desired goal. So guys, so glad to be back with you guys excited for this new chapter and hoping you will join me so please do subscribe subscribe me i'm on every platform available um 
if you're listening to me on YouTube or on um, on iTunes or uh, Spotify, wherever I am at, please subscribe so that you can be sure to hear from me when I send out a new podcast. Um, you can expect it shortly because I'm going to be connecting a lot.